everybody, it's Matt from The Discussion 5. That's right, your favorite host. I'm just kidding. Um, <clears throat> here to tell you about uh, the Hockey Podcast Network. You want to find the Hockey Podcast Network at The Hockey Podcast Network. That is every team, everywhere. That's right. Hockey Podcast Network is bringing you podcasts from every NHL team and some bonuses. You can find Terry Ryan's podcast, Tales with TR. He is the former Montreal Canadiens first-round draft pick, as well as Ice Analytics podcast, which comes to you every Friday. The Hockey Podcast Network continues to grow. You should grow with it. The Hockey Podcast Network. That's thehockeypodcastnetwork.com, at HockeyPodNet on Twitter. And, of course, every team, everywhere. start hi everybody welcome to episode 56 of the discussion five we are the brothers of discussion here to talk to you about the five most pressing matters of our favorite detroit red wings uh we usually come to you uh, mondays and thursdays but during covid 19 and our quarantine and our lockdown only once a week i am <laughs> i am at clink matt on twitter that is uh my brother mike he is at michael underscore clink he loves pugs and we're both here, uh, thanks to the Hockey Podcast Network. Uh, more importantly, we are the Brothers of Discussion. Uh, we like to talk wrestling every uh, Thursday, so follow us at BOD Podcast. Well, and uh, go to BOD talk Podcast. about wrestling every day, but we record it on right. Thursdays. Right. Uh, I, uh, we, we do, uh, I'll tease the epi- today's episode right now. Uh, talked with uh, Devin Snow of Hold the Mayo and Hold the Mayo Sports and Rick Biscuits, <coughs> where they uh, talk the Nashville Predators. And uh, just a quick tease: he he asked me, would I prefer to watch when I go to sleep the Office type show on Netflix, or would I go through the WWE Network? And I said, I absolutely would never watch the WWE Network to put myself to sleep. <laughs> I said, like, I had the realization. I was like, I've been, like, kind of, if not fully engaged and live tweeting every major wrestling show for, like, the last two and a half years. So the last thing I want to do when I'm is going even to sleep is turn on the WWE. <laughs> I know. Network. I love when we get days off. Like, I thought COVID was really going to help us out in that regard. You know, maybe a little <laughs> less wrestling, but nope, not WWE. We're going full throttle. Well, we'll give you guys the deets on the rest of that uh, on that conversation. Uh, we're just gonna have a, a quick little sample because uh, it's a sample actually from Devin's show and uh, Hold the Mayo and Rip and Biscuits. But uh, we're both a part of the Hockey Podcast Network, which you can find at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com. Find us on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. Uh, you saw at the start of the show if you're watching from YouTube or Instagram. That is what this is hosted on the Hockey Podcast Network, which is also hosting. Tales with TR, uh, it's a hockey podcast hosted by Montreal Canadiens first round draft pick uh, from years past, Terry Ryan. Uh, Ice Analytics podcast coming to you every Friday. They just hit their 500th follower, so big news for them. House of Hockey podcast every Tuesday hosted by (coughs) Breezy and Ray Ray. We've got new shows coming out every, it seems like every month. Uh, We've got another show that... uh, there, if you go to at HockeyPodNet, you can follow along. So I, I highly suggest following along there because they are covering every team everywhere. That's our slogan. But there's more. So head on over to uh, at HockeyPodNet or thehockeypodcastnetwork.com to check out everything available to you. Mike, we might have the NFL draft in early June. I, I, I do kind of hate that everybody keeps like early and it's in... NHL Oops. draft. No, Mike, we're talking NBA draft today. Uh, just oh, you said NFL. Did I? Yeah, it's on the table. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> this is early, early, early June here on uh, April twenty fifth and twenty sixth. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Matt, we get a June draft for the National Hockey League. Um, that's so funny. I was gonna. I was so fucking mad at you. I was like, "Yeah, no shit." The NHL draft. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, Matt, man, this is I'm some weird timing ass. because uh, there's there's a lot of things we're going to go over. There's some, uh, you know, the head cheese. Batman himself was uh, in some some interviews here talking about the contingency plan for COVID. Uh, and this draft might take place when we still have NHL games to play. Uh, we might still not only have uh, potentially playoff games to play, which is, which is one scenario. You know, like uh, baseball <clears throat> does their draft halfway through the year or what in uh like two months into the year yeah um uh but they might still like the the nhl is is so there's so many things tied into that that draft um talk i'm looking at you restricted free agency uh this could really be a a a big change um you know and obviously there's some slotting that we'd still want to figure out here and they they just want to wipe all that off the map and uh, what's going on man what how far the important thing is how far could the Red Wings drop? I so could it be nothing? The 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 positive is the suggestion <clears throat> right now is they go back to the old rules. Now that could obvi- that could not happen, uh, or that that idea could just not be put into place. They they might just go no, let's just stick with the regular rules and any you know we'll have uh, a lot of them can almost win uh, the draft lottery. Uh, anybody not going into uh, into the playoffs, but. Bob McKenzie was, uh, who's, who's always reporting, um, it's a major guy to follow if you just want to follow along with like trade deadline day or whatever's going on. He always gets the scoop. Uh, but Bob McKenzie's the guy who, who made mention that they are talking about going, uh, first of all, this early June draft, but then also the rules would change to those old draft rules, meaning we couldn't drop past number two, which obviously just guarantees us, uh, at that point, Alexi Lafreniere or Quentin Byfield. Uh, yeah. I... And even though, you know, there's always, we'll, we'll, once there is a draft, we'll start talking who we think we should take. And once we know which pick we're going to get, we'll have a much better idea of what we want to talk about. So there's obviously like the, the Rossies that we could talk about. Um, but I, I, th- I mean, if, if we're really talking realistic here, it's probably going to be Byfield or Lefrenier in that right. situation, which is pretty great. <laughs> You get a guy. You either get Evgeny Malkin uh, type player in Byfield, or you get the game changing player that will be on all of your tickets and posters and your website for the rest of his career with the Detroit Red Wings in Lafreniere. So, super huge positive. Now, the negative. There would be so few trades, Mike, in a pre-playoff draft. Because there are going to be so many teams that, and, and the and the playoffs might be expanding. They haven't come to a decision on that. So more teams thinking that you know if you're if you're even in the twentieth spot, you're not going to want to trade any guys away, any contract dumping, which a team like the Detroit Red Wings would greatly benefit from. Take over some contracts, get some draft picks, and uh, load up your t- or start pulling in as many players. Now, and, and we've been doing redrafts of years past, starting with 1998 and 1999. If you guys want to hear that, go back to the old episodes. I, I think it was a great time. Um, but what we're noticing in those is how many guys are taken late in those drafts. So it, it's not about just having first-round picks. I mean, we see so many first-round picks just end up, like, topping out as, like, a fourth-liner. Uh, so when you're trying to load up a team that's so desperate in need for talent and and to fill out an entire roster you need as many draft picks as possible and this could be where the red wings start taking in players they take draft picks to take those players and then they're they're taking these salaries on um that where this would be a great year for the red wings to do that that kind of thing could be completely gone yeah it kind of feels like this is a a half you know, half uh, half brained idea here. It, it it doesn't make a lot of sense because one of the things it would do is something you and I have been preaching since basically at least I know I've been preaching it since even before the show started. I hate the NHL offseason. I hate it. I hate the restricted free agency where if if you want to sign a good restricted free agent, it's usually a guy in his uh, you know early to mid twenties. This guy's just about to hit the apex of his career. He's about to start in his prime. But if you want to do that, you got to mortgage the whole future. Uh, multiple firsts, you know, second round picks. Uh, it's a it's a, a horrible trade-off. So these guys end up signing, you know, these coffin contracts with the teams that drafted them because uh, nobody wants to touch those. Um, 
Yeah, it's, it it's going like to confuse that this situation. Could, this could potentially be the end of that. Or, or maybe, like, we waive it for one year. Or, I don't know if they make you, you know, maybe punt, you know, on a season where, you know, maybe you end up giving up next year's draft picks. Um, well, it's it's confusing because the free agency period wouldn't even start, right? <clears throat> it, it's just going to be the draft. Right, but how which... do you even figure out how to give up that value? How to give up uh, draft picks? Yeah, because what do you like? You know, we're planning on taking a free agent, so all that stuff wouldn't even happen. We would just have the draft. Or do you do it where <laughs> uh, we do free agency after the playoffs, and whoever you took in the first and second round just gets ousted? They just go to the other team who who lost the restricted free agent. No, so you just I purposefully. I, it, wow, it'll... he wasn't on our draft board. Uh, I'm not sure why they uh, drafted this piece of garbage in the first round. And it was just despite the team who's they're going to pillage their their restricted free agent. I think so. I think I might have the solution because um, right, the the free agency period would happen after the draft anyway. Right. So uh, whatever draft picks, so we're we're still kind of in that situation. So whatever draft picks you have to give up goes to the next year's draft anyway. But it it does confuse the situation with, you know, still having to be in the playoffs, uh, free agency not being right around the corner. Um, Like, the negative out of that is just how how you're not going to be able to walk away from the draft with, like, these immediate plans. Uh, You're still going to have an entire playoffs to go through. Uh, but I think that that sort of adds to this idea that, you know, where, where you're talking about contract dumping trades, like that kind of thing goes away. And if there were any restricted free agents that were going to move for draft picks, like that goes away. Um, so a lot of that's st- like uh, that. That's the part that that bums me out, because we, we would have been the team that, that kind of found some ways to benefit from that. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it does get confusing, too, with with trades, because. Technically, we're past the trade deadline, right? But the season's not over. So are there teams that can still do a trade? Like, does does there have to be... So here, here's the big, the big one that just popped in my head. Does there have to be a draft pick moved on draft day? Um, or do they just say no trades? Because there could still be a team that finds out, hey, um, you're going to be involved in the playoffs now that we've expanded it. I don't know how many teams they're going to, you know, yeah. we're, we're going to have 30 teams. There's only one team not allowed in. Right. We're going to have 30 teams in. So every, <laughs> everybody but the Red Wings uh, is in. So are you trying to make your team better to see if maybe you can, you know, make a push, be the number 30 team, and then win the Stanley Cup? So I, th- this is just, I, it's now it's really confusing because now I'm trying to figure out, like, how do you stop that from happening? Because wouldn't they... Like, the legalities of it, right? Like, they, they always treat it like uh, we're trading stocks or something, and they have these right. little um, uh, uh, notes that you got you, you to gotta keep in mind, and they have, you know, here's Rule 7.36. So is somebody going to draft a new thing of rules uh, for everybody that, that ha- they have to take a look at to make sure, like, no, you can't just trade to upgrade your, your team for now. You have to trade for draft picks. They have to be, you have to have at least one draft pick involved, blah, 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 blah. I, now this is just completely fucked in the head. I, <laughs> this is a terrible idea. There, for for us, it's good because we might get Byfield or Lafreniere. Right. For the rest of the NHL, this idea is completely fucked in the head. I, I don't get it. I don't know if, like, there's so, uh, you know, uh, uh, this whole point, it all cu- uh, came from this interview with Batman, and they were talking about, you know, we're concerned about these kids. We got to get them drafted. And it's like, Why? I mean, I know we're losing years of their career, you know, so you want to get them started on their trajectory, uh, but everything's on pause. Everything's waiting. So it feels so odd that the main reason that they're so concerned with pushing the draft, we got to do it in June. We got we to gotta get it going as soon as we can. Why? Is it just because they're, they're so concerned about that NHL calendar year? Like they're worried about kind of rolling over into next season, but I, I mean – couldn't well, this, we just couldn't we just kind of move everything out a, like a, a month or two? You know what I mean. So here's here's what I'm gonna say. Uh, this is another tease for that conversation with Devin Snow. Um, the thought popped in my head is why is it so important that we finish this goddamn season when this is the league that has had multiple lockouts in the last goddamn yeah this season we need to right <laughs> like well. <laughs> 
we're going to be locked out in another two seasons uh, when the uh, CBA expires. So we yeah. need to finish this one. Um, what the fuck? Like, don't like you can't tell me that this is this is the time to put players health and then their family's health in jeopardy to finish this season when they can't even get like this fuck these fucking CBAs done in time. Like, they really don't give a shit about the season. This is always... It's always gonna fucking come back to the... Like, the the, the little chess pieces to make to make sure... It, and they're not even playing against, like, the players. This is like a chess game they're playing with just finances. So if they can move a pawn forward and the, 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 whoever, you know, if there's, like, an artificial intelligence in charge of the other side of the chessboard, yeah. it at least has to take that extra second before it destroys the NHL. So that extra second, <clears throat> they get to make a few more pennies. And that's what this feels like. Like, we just need those extra couple seconds. And it just, um, I don't know. I mean, but back, yeah, back I mean, to, like... As far as counting those pennies, I mean, the NHL makes the majority of their money you know, getting things on TV. That's how everybody does it, right? Commercial mm-hmm. revenue. Um, there's another contingency plan here, Matt. So they're talking about panicking and we got to get this draft. We got to get it going in June. Get these kids drafted. They, they don't know where they're going to play. Like, okay, that's fine. But Matt, they, they also want to, like you said, finish out this regular season. And it's not quite what I meant, but they might have the hockey festival. I've I've been preaching about, you know, on my on my soapbox, if you will, uh, where they might pick four arenas and have them do like three games a day. Uh, obviously, in a festival, there's usually a crowd in attendance, uh, but in this particular one, it would be empty stadium games because uh, they want to make sure, you know, they can have. Uh, um, arrangements for both teams you know the proper locker rooms uh you know broadcast area stuff like that so they don't want to do it at your local hockey arena which was what i really wanted um but yeah they 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 really they really want to finish out this regular season that that for reasons matt it has to be money related it has to be oh yeah there's no other reason yeah um i just I don't know the last time we even looked at the NHL standings, how many teams are just like scrambling to get into those, you know, proposed playoff spots when what we could do is just extend the playoffs and just skip the regular season and just jump like right into the playoffs. I, cause I mean, then, the life then of me, I have can't to, imagine have to play the Red Wings. Right. What and the waste. Red Wings, the Red Wings have play, to play, let them play games that mean something. Could you imagine being a Detroit Red Wing? Like, let's say, you, you know, what if it is Dylan Larkin? What if, what is Steve Eiserman's perspective on this? We're we're going to tell these guys you have this many, you know, you're off for a couple months. Now you got to come back. And Dylan Larkin, you know, has an ACL, MCL tear. And he's out for whatever the whole next season is because they had to rush this back for games that the Red Wings don't even need to play because their season is done. It's decided. Like, yeah. I feel like there should be like a sign off. Like you could you could be the team that's like, "No, I'm I'm out. I'm I'm good." And and that's that's part of the reason why they just need to make a a a, a large uh a, a decision that that just go that spans across the entire league where it's just, "No, the regular season's done. I'm sorry if you thought your next couple wins would have put you in a playoff spot. We're we're just done. We're going to move on to the playoffs now." You should have won games earlier in the season if you thought you needed, you know. I, why Why can't that be said? Oh, why are there oh, so many... all the regular season's important? Huh? Right, yeah. Now no, you're that, your backup goaltender half the games. Yeah, just do, just do points percentage. Do points percentage for how many games played. Rank them that way, which is probably how the NHL should be seeded anyway. Um, or I guess that's how it gets seeded at the end. Uh, they, they should just yeah. do a better job of... of Signing points is what I mean to say, but do the points percentage. If you're out, you're out. I'm sorry. That's how the playoffs would work if you played 82 games. So I'm sorry that we're cutting it short, but um, there's a global pandemic, so this is what we're doing. <laughs> I, God, yeah, it's just like putting putting a team like the Red Wings uh, in a position to just lose more games, like. Yeah. I, if I again going back to the Dylan Larkin example or Anthony Mantha, like why would Mantha play another game this season? Uh, Zadina, like uh, don't put him out there. 
Oh, the guy who who was injured for a couple of months. I don't care if he's fully a hundred percent. Rest of the season, just done. Bring up the entire Griffins team. I don't care. Keep this. Keep everybody as safe as possible. If we need some trade bait, let's let's keep them nice and clean and injury free, COVID free. Um, I mean, could you imagine the Red Wings having someone uh, contract coronavirus? For games that have nothing to do with them. And then they, you know, we have to come out and go, well, Dylan Larkin died from Corona because we just had to have the last place team play these last 15 games. No, I mean, God, that would be terrible. Like, it'd be awful for us as fans, obviously, but man, poor (laughs) Dylan. Yeah, I mean, we got, um, it's it's not like, excuse me, uh, allergies kicking in. It's not like we only have one. I thought you're getting left. choked up at no. the thought of I just, losing Dylan. I lose Dylan. Um, we got about 12 games left for everybody. Most most teams have played about 70 games, so it is a fraction of the schedule. Like you know, uh, what is that? 15 percent, something like that. But mm-hmm. eh, I mean, you've you've made the point beautifully, Matt. We we've we've had stoppages in play before. I don't think we need to have more of this regular season. I think you just jump into the <laughs> I like yeah, more of this. We, we don't need We get it. Um at this point we get it. Um There's probably been too many times that a solution for the NHL is probably less hockey would do. <laughs> hockey solved the NHL. Less hockey. Like, that's just too part. much. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> We're uh, playing when? Yeah. June? <laughs> oh God. And that's a that's a normal season. Right? Jesus. <laughs> Um, uh, well, middle of summer other, hockey. Well, I was going to say one other thing too, that, uh, on a serious note that, uh, Batman made a good point that most of these teams, I, unless they're super duper rich, uh, you know, you, we just had the NFL draft, right. And we got to see all these dudes homes and you know, they're on foot when you, you play football, obviously the hockey players are not on skates. We haven't seen them on skates like what, six weeks now we're going on. So, man, the other thing they want to throw in to just further mm, put another wrench in this whole project is they want to do yeah. a training camp. I So that's so, another opportunity dudes get hurt in training camp. So now you're going to ask Anthony Mantha it, to suit up for a pointless right. two- to three-week training camp and then play out ten meaningless games. And I know well, that, that I know we're kind of talking out of both sides of our mouth where it's like you want to – well, if you didn't want your games to be pointless, maybe not uh, be historically awful, Red Wings, and you could have been in our 30-team <laughs> playoff. <laughs> you could have made the cut. You could have, there's one team that didn't do it. Um, no, we I absolutely don't, don't it's, deserve it's, it. It's, no, I, such a, it's such a punt like, for them to say, we need the draft, but we also need training camp. So draft, training camp. It's just... I think for us I, to be talking out of both sides of our mouth, they're kind of guilty of that too. We immediately need these kids on teams, but let's slow it down, have a training camp, you know, have a few days off, let's travel abroad, you know. I, I'll make the argument, like, training camp would need to happen to get these guys yeah, like, back in shape. it's a different beast being on, you know, skates as opposed to being on foot, but I'm just... I, I will do say... The, do these it, guys... I don't know. So here, I mean, here, here would be the timeline would be, uh, they would announce like the July playoff or restart of the regular fucking season. And, um, you know, then, you know, like, it's not going to, we don't have to watch it. There's just going to be probably some media there, but then they get started in June just to kind of, I mean, it would be the same thing if they didn't do training camp. Cause then those guys would, would hear about it. And then they'd go, well, shit, I got to get in shape. And that's every team besides the Red Wings, but <laughs> I do like, um, I got to give a shout out too to one of my favorite uh, shows that I listen to is, is Puck Soup. And they were talking about like the same scenario and they were like, God damn, could you imagine being the Red Wings and having to get up for this shit? And uh, even from a national perspective, they're saying, well, why don't we just give the Red Wings the first pick? And this is the national, this is from guys from Toronto, um, <laughs> from Boston, yeah. uh, from uh, New Jersey, and they're still like, like, yeah, the Red Wings probably deserve that that first pick. So give them the first pick. The rest of the NHL will figure themselves out, and we'll we'll go from there. 
And they actually, you know what, I will say, they could do that this year because there's no doubt who's going number one. It's not like, like they could just do the Red Wings draft day, like have that be a show on the NHL network, <laughs> on NHL.com. Just, yeah. it's Red Wings day. <laughs> Red Wings are going to announce who they're taking for the first pick. Everybody else drafts in September or October, but... Uh... <laughs> we just want Lafreniere in the building. That's what we right. want. Well, you know what? Here's here's another interesting thing too. If if what if one of the playoff teams ended up getting Lafreniere, are they allowed to play? Like why why couldn't like he's under contract? Why couldn't he play in the playoffs? Like that guy would probably make a huge difference, especially for one of the shit on the bowl teams. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. I don't know. There's there's too many questions here. There's there's I I like what you said is that they had like a half-brained idea here where uh there, there's there's too many things that need to be figured out that just haven't been completely thought out and it it was just it's something for me as a red wings fan where i i was excited i said yes right away but you know when when you try to put a level head on it on it and you think about it yeah. it's like how the hell does this work and we miss all those extra uh the the potential for more yeah, it, it's... Uh, Draft picks, sorry. You know, they're so panicked about, you know, when the NHL started, and they're like, are we going to be the first sport to come back? Um, oh, fuck. God, I know. Gives a f- so I got to think, fuck. you know, baseball, unless they do something absolutely ridiculous and do, like, double headers, like, starting, I don't know, July 1st or something, um, and play, like, 81 days and 162 games in 81 days, which would be pretty, pretty hilarious um the nfl's looking about they might come back in october they might punt a month um and the nba oh i didn't hear that yeah um and then the the nba they're still not sure but it, it sounds more and more like they're just gonna do playoffs well i thought like the last i saw in the nba is they're just like well <laughs> we would make so much money i no, we're good well next season's coming tune in in november <laughs> like that's that's what i saw it's the nba was just like we don't need to come back when you think about the year like when i think okay it's june july and they say the dog days of summer um you know you're thinking of baseball because that's all you have you know you're not at nfl training camps yet um nba and nhl have already finished their playoffs so you only have baseball so the one thing that we were thinking about getting out of you know this covid thing is we kind of reset the calendars a little bit. So maybe, you know, the NHL and NBA get dragged a little bit more into summer. The NFL kind of moves a little bit, everything kind of shifts. And then you, you get more than just, just baseball having to carry the sports world uh, over the summer. Um, You know, which I think a lot of people would like, Uh, you know, baseball is uh, it's kind of fallen down the, uh, you know, America's favorite sport uh, hierarchy there. Um, but Matt, based on everything we've talked about today, it doesn't sound like the NHL wants to be a part of that. It sounds like they want to get back to the calendar year that they're comfortable with, that they don't want to reset, you know, the whole board. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if they. Well, I mean, we know, we know our NHL. Like they, they don't like change. That's, I mean, how many times have I said this is the good old boys league since we we started this? And there, there, there would be. Not not only people inside the league, but fans just upset if anything had to change like that. But I I, I will say like I I still the the argument for me is that there probably should be less. I mean there should be less football. There should be way less baseball. Um, the basketball there could be none. I'd be fine. And yeah, there should be less hockey. Like <clears throat> it's it's I know why there's so much, and it's because of again we talked about it the TV contracts. Uh, but everything for me. Like, it should just be shrunk down. Like, we should have this season all wrapped up by the end of April. Just, whoop, take a whole month off. Just slice it right off. Uh, don't worry about those first couple weeks of June. Maybe let's pull some teams out of the playoffs. I, I'm, <laughs> I, I am the worst hockey fan for suggesting that, but, like, it's, it's just, just it's, it's too much. They, they've got to pull back on everything. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know about adjusting the schedule. I think the Seattle schedules, citizens but... are devastated by your opinion. I think they want to get out on the ice as soon as possible. <laughs> well, they can. Go on. Yeah, head out there. Have fun. Was it the um, Seattle Citizens, like I said, or is it the Seattle Cthulhu's? Have they announced that yet? I think they pulled back on their announcement because of all this stuff. Because they were going to, and now it's 
not gonna happen. Mm. Yeah. Bummer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, All right. Well, um, we did Mike. It. One of those things that's not a bummer is having your nuts shaved. I gotta do that today. I forgot. Thanks for yeah. reminding me. Yeah. No problem. Sunday is your day to to shave your nuts. Yeah. It's the yeah, day the old... of rest when I rest my new lawnmower right over my my hairs and get them nice and short and trim. Well, I, yeah, it's, uh, today it's going to almost hit 60, so I'm probably going to be able to open up the window in my bathroom today. So after mine are all shaved, you, you can know, just stand I out actually, in front of the window, let the cool breeze roll on through. I'm looking at I'll, I'm looking outside, and I rent my house. And so the landlord actually mows the lawn, um, and the grass is looking really long right now. And it made me think, ooh, i got to mow my grass. So that's <laughs> a, a nice reminder there. But, Matt... Let's hear that ad copy because I'm I'm proud to hear it because I actually love this product. <laughs> yeah, we really do love this thing. Actually, and if if you've got a, like this, yeah. If you've got to mow your lawn, use the lawnmower 3.0 from Manscaped. It's the redesigned electric trimmer. It took them 18 months to perfect this thing, Mike. Uh, so you got to check out the lawnmower 3.0. Millions of balls are about to be nick-free thanks to this thing. Uh, Mike, we, we always say it's, it's premium. This is quality. This is the thing that we are so proud to talk about because I our like nuts are breathing. Light. Yeah. So I don't, you know, yeah, I you see everything going on down there. I usually do it in the dark because it's kind of romantic. I, mean, I light a candle, they, you know, it's really nice. They call it the place where the sun don't shine for a reason, but there's also that 7,000 RPM motor with the quiet stroke technology. Anything going down in that area that's a quiet stroke is is a positive thing yeah. uh you I can't forget about the charging stand after i use mine exactly <laughs> uh you've got that uh the charging stand uh set up for rapid charging so it goes right through the usb i think charges as fast as possible uh and it gives you 90 minutes of uh cutting time so if you really want to take your time oh, I uh, use light some candles 90. yeah yeah i, I like the shower i let the shower run the whole time so that my bathroom gets all fogged up and warm you know there's nothing Nothing better to do in these uh, terrible, yeah, horrible too, like, COVID times. Yeah, I put on a little coming in the air tonight by Phil Collins, and I'm in the steam and just trimming my yeah. balls for 90 minutes. Oh, it's great. So you're listening to us talk right now. That means uh, you are one of the lucky few uh, that, that knows about this ahead of time. So if you want to get uh, your lawnmower 3.0, if you want to have as uh, crisp, clean, nuts areas as we do head on over to manscape.com use promo code thpn to get 20 percent off your lawnmower 3.0 and get free shipping that's manscape.com promo code thpn manscape.com promo code thpn for 20 percent off and free shipping Woo! all right uh one uh one what do I want to do here? Let, let's talk about uh, this this interview coming up with Devin Snow. Yeah. Uh, he is the owner, operator, creator of Hold the Mayo Sports and also runs the Rippin' Biscuits podcast, which is uh, about the Nashville Predators. Uh, you can find everything Devin Snow at HTM Sports and you can act at HTMSports.com. Mike, Devin Snow has an app. I was like, damn, look at this guy go. He's got an app. Uh, this guy's a bad so just uh, go to your app store and search uh, HTM Sports. You get all the Hold the Mayo blogs and um, and this full conversation, which I'm, I'm only taking a snippet, but um, it was a fantastic time talking with Devin. We've been trying to, to, to hook up since uh, October, so when the, the Hockey Podcast Network started. Uh, he's, he's a huge pro wrestling fan, too, so there are some snippets in there. He definitely wants to head on over to the Brothers of Discussion podcast someday. <laughs> but uh, if you want this full conversation... Head on over to Devin Snow's uh, content. Again, Hold the Mayo Sports, uh, htmsports.com, at htmsports on Twitter, and his app, uh, HTM Sports. You can get this entire uh, conversation, but I wanted to give you guys a snippet where we do talk about uh, the NHL trying to start up again, uh, how the Red Wings are doing, how the Preds are doing. And, uh, Mike, this guy's holed up in, in uh, Nolens, so uh, he, he he's definitely a character. And... Uh, Man, I can't. I can't wait to get. Uh, we we have to have him uh, as as a third on on this show at least one day. Yeah. Ton of energy. Um, just yeah. Check check out his show and enjoy uh enjoy this conversation, everybody. And um, don't forget, uh, everybody, check us out because this will be me signing off for the show because we'll we'll just sail off into the sunset after this. But uh, it's uh, at BOD Podcast uh, for. 
pro wrestling, but uh, at BOD Hockey for everything hockey. And of course, subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. That does uh, amazing for us. And uh, don't forget to check out manscaped.com and use that promo code THPN to get 20% off and free shipping. All right, everybody. Well, here I go. I'm not looking at the camera, but we are signed off. Thanks, everybody. Bye. I, I couldn't be more excited. I was going through uh, the DMs that we have. You, you were like the first person to send me a message. And then, uh, yeah, the baby comes along like I, I was just talking about. And all hell. <laughs> My schedule, man, is a complete cluster. I, I, I can't begin to describe it. it it's uh, it's incredibly tough to schedule anything. But, yeah, I've been looking forward to getting on the, on the phone here with you. So, so who, who really has a schedule right now? Let's just start by saying that. Okay. Because it's just like, who really knows the time? Okay. I saw, a quote, I saw a quote on Twitter. It was, it was something along the lines of, I feel like my life is Las Vegas now. Okay. <laughs> I've assembled all kinds of debt. Yeah. We drink whatever time of the day. And we don't know what time it is. Yes. Just- Yesterday was the first day, man. I, I was going for a walk and I, I, I looked at my wife and I was like, I literally have no idea what day it is. Cause we're trying to figure <laughs> out like that, that was my first time really feeling it. And I looked right. at her, I didn't laugh. I wasn't smiling. I looked right. at her with like the fear of God. And I was like, I really don't know. Just don't know. Yeah. This is it. This is where it starts. <laughs> so, all right. So tell us, tell us about what you got going on. So obviously y'all are doing the Detroit Red Wings thing with the hockey podcast network. Okay. It's oh, yeah. still, it's still, it's still you and another guy, right? Oh yeah, it's my brother. We we hold okay. on to the okay. moniker the uh, the brothers of discussion. So we we've switched around the destruction to discussion. But uh, yeah, we we were doing uh, pro wrestling, and then uh, that was our boy Ish uh, caught up on that show, and then said, "Hey, you guys want to do some hockey?" Because we used to dabble a little bit. Uh, right. But yeah, now we're now we're covering the uh, the worst hockey team, uh, maybe of all time. <laughs> yeah, with the I mean. Well, you know, when we talk the grand scheme of things, definitely in the top three best hockey teams of all time. Absolutely. This season, easily one of the worst seasons any hockey team has ever had. If you want to play the analytics game, if you want to play the eyeball test, uh, thank God it ended because holy shit. (laughs) Well, hey, at least you could say this. At least you could always hang on to this and say, hey, you can't truly say that they were a losing team because it wasn't completely final. You see what I'm saying? Oh, like you can't. They, but no, no, no. You're not going to leave on any. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to shit on my Red Wings. We were yeah. the only team that was officially eliminated from the playoffs. So oh. we we are. If they do that 31 team playoff thing, it'll be complete. It, it won't make any sense. They have to cut it down to 30 because the Red Wings eliminated themselves. So they. It would just be targeting the Red Wings. Yeah, I if they do that, I guarantee the Red Wings will win the cup this year, and then everybody else. Come on, come on! (laughs) If they do, if they throw the one team that was eliminated from the playoffs back in there, they're gonna. It's gonna be like it'll be like Major League. Uh, You know, it'll be they're all gonna band together. Uh, It'll be like um, I can't think of any of those characters' names, but you've seen the Cleveland. Oh, dude, trust me, the one guy I'm thinking of is the black guy that. uh, Oh man, God, dude! Yeah, he Wesley just, Snipes, he, Charlie Sheen. I can't think of a single character. What's the guy that just could only him. he could only hit the piss out the ball? But if you threw the ball any other way, he would miss. I can't remember his name, dude. <laughs> dude. But that yeah, that, that whole series of Major League was just incredible. Oh yeah. Uh, Charlie Sheen too. Who would have ever guessed that Charlie Sheen would just turn into the monster that he turned into uh, throughout those years? Uh, from my remember. from my perspective, that was the last good thing he made. And, <laughs> and somebody might throw me under a bus and say, "What about this or that?" Two and a but, half men. No, man. Hell no. Oh, keep that shit away from me, man. Oh, I hate that man. Absolutely not. No way, man. No way. Even the Ashton Kutcher version? No. So in that era, right, there were two different kinds of people. There were the the CBS people and the NBC people. So I was watching 30 Rock, The Office, uh, Parks and Rec, Scrubs. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 I guess, yeah, I guess you're right, because I was watching Office on Netflix, you know, I was almost right. like double dipping, but in a weird way, it was like, I, I went to a different world to go get my office fix, you know, oh, yeah. you had to watch Office, like, <laughs> 10 times over and over. Yeah, I'm jumping into their podcast, too, right now, I, I, I the last thing you want to do on a podcast is start recommending other things, you know, pause this, everybody, Wait, go listen on. to another, but, uh, no, that, uh, 
this office ladies podcast they're doing and now now that just gets me right back into like watching the whole series for like the night there's time. an office podcast yeah it's uh hosted by uh, uh. jenna fisher and uh angela kinsey so the you uh. know who played angela and then um oh my god oh my god pam yeah there we go oh my god dude i can't so good you just told me that yeah you, you get yeah, to binge 24 episodes right now are you serious yeah are they bringing yeah. in like all the different office characters uh, they are so far, at least. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to uh, getting some some Michael Scott clips or something in there. You haven't but, got Michael uh, Scott in there yet. No, not not from what I've heard. But uh, somebody who's probably listened to every episode so far is probably running me down uh, in their right. head. Yeah, no, but shoot. But so so all right. With that being said, um, I got one question for you. Okay. Yeah. What do you go to sleep at night? What would you prefer to go to sleep at night watching? Because this is a big deal for me, bro. Yeah. When I go to sleep, when I'm exhausted, I want to watch something when I'm going to sleep. Even though I'm going to fall asleep on it, I want to put it on. And for me, WWE Network is like, it's the best. Because you can go put 98 Attitude Era on and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Would you prefer to do something along them lines to fall asleep on? Or would you prefer to fall asleep on The Office? Oh, man. So... This is, know, this is a big one. This is going to hurt you. This is, Look, this is me this is, defining my brand as a pro wrestling show. Page. Yeah. I should jump in and go, oh, give me 1998 Raw, hands down. I, man, I have watched so much goddamn wrestling since this podcast nah. started, man. I, yeah. I uh, like the live tweeting. We, Me and my brother have been live tweeting every major wrestling show for the last two and a half years. If I can, like, what would probably happen was that I was watching pro wrestling before I hit the sack. So I'm yeah. going office a thousand percent. I'm going to trash what is probably the thing I spend the most time watching right now and just say there's no way. Like, what would happen if I, I start watching that, man? I'm going to start getting heart palpitations. I'm probably going to yeah. start live tweeting it. Uh, I'm going to be going yeah. back and forth on my phone. Oh, it's going to be a mess. If I watch The Office, though, just... Just chill out. to myself. Yeah, yeah up against... You ain't got to tell nobody about it. Exactly. You know? yeah. yeah. No, there's way too much pressure watching pro wrestling now, man. Oh, man. Especially now, dude. You know, and and and, oh. and and the thing about it is now is like you can't hate, you can't really criticize them because they're the only thing that's really out in sports. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? They're the I, only thing I, that's presenting a product. Dude, uh, I, I got to give a shout out to my last episode because uh, my brother and I got into. We don't we agree a lot, which is bad for podcasting. This last episode, though, um, just the two of us staring into each other, like staring like death rays into each other while we were recording on Zoom this yeah. past week. Oh my God, uh, we're we're trying to figure out like, is it is it good for pro wrestling? Is it bad for pro wrestling? Or you know what what side uh, do we go on? Do we we hope that they can be more creative and and keep doing these no audience shows. Right. Uh, do we just pat them on the back for that, or do we say no? It's got to be better than this. And holy crap, man! Uh, yeah, everybody, episode one twenty six. Actually, yeah, I. I I had to break that sucker up into two different parts for for Instagram, man. Uh, we we oh, yeah. we try to stop at an hour. Uh, these last couple of weeks, though, there's so much shit to talk about. We've we've been jumping into like an hour and forty minutes. Uh, so what are you doing on on Instagram? You putting it on uh, IGTV as the full episode? Uh, if we could fit it, yeah. It we we, oh, we got to break it up, yeah, because they only let you do those sixty minutes. So I got, yeah, we got. Oh, I've it never put that up. much. Like, yeah, that's what I was asking. I've never put that long on IGTV. The most I'll put on IGTV is like three or four minutes. Oh, um, yeah. I've never, yeah, I didn't know it was like that. Like you could put like full pods like that. Oh yeah, uh, it takes a while. Yeah, I you get you got to cut her down. Uh, it takes. Um, I I I've been converting all the files to. I don't know if anybody H264? cares. H two sixty four. Was that? H264? No, it's actually the size of it. So you really got to downgrade uh, the, the quality, but you focus on the sound, you get some video. It, it, it helps out. I, I actually get, uh, we get more people actually listening on IGTV than we do on, uh, on like YouTube. So we're, we're like, all gotcha. right, cool. We'll do that then. Gotcha. It's just, it's nice, man. Cause like, and this is why I do this, man, especially with the hockey podcast network. And it's why I jump around because yeah. dude, like everybody does things different. Like for me, Facebook's my biggest platform. Like we got 5,000 people following us on Facebook and that's where, like, if we do a stream, we go on Facebook and yeah, you have to. You know, 
Yeah, exactly. So IGTV, I'll go put the clips and shit that I make on through Final Cut. I'll put them, you know, on IGTV and shit like that. And that's how I roll. Always trying to find different things to do. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm going to throw. All right. I, I almost guarantee, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that, yeah, that, that's the guy that, uh, he, he's the guy that, uh, was, I don't know. I had never met him, but I, I watched his videos and he's the one who taught me like anything you make one piece of content, it's got to go out 30 different ways. So yeah, we've got IGTV, we've got it going out on like smaller oh, posts yes. on Instagram and stories and Facebook and Twitter. I mean, it, it goes everywhere, but uh, yeah, we got, we got pretty lucky, like kind of running into IGTV on accident. Yeah, no, and it was, it's a new thing that came out like within the last year and, and people really didn't know how to use it. So, you know, everybody, I guess everybody's using it differently. Hey, I, <laughs> I could be using it totally off, but as long as I'm the only one doing it wrong, then I'll, I'll get, I'll get caught. No. Right. <laughs> no, no, I think, I think you're doing it perfect, man. Um, all right. So kind of back to the ice here. Okay. Going back to hockey real quick yeah. uh, for me, you know, I can legit ass say, Hey, you cannot say that the Preds were not a playoff team because they were in the last spot when all this shit hit the fan, okay? And it was an inconsistent season for the Preds. I don't know. If you, had to t if you had to ask me off the top of my head right now, I don't know what the series wound up being with Detroit and the Preds, but I do remember Detroit beating us in the beginning of the season. I do remember that. Uh, oh, I mean, I don't. if, yeah, if yeah. I had to put money down, I, <laughs> you know, I'd put money down on us losing every season series. But um, yeah. we lost – the first game five to three, then we won six to one. And then I don't think we played again. Yeah. I don't think we played again. We might have played one more time after that, maybe. I think we uh, might have had one scheduled before the end of the season, but um yeah, I, I don't know if we ever got that one so, in. So what is what are you what are you seeing for hockey? What do you think they're gonna do? Like, what am I what, what like what what do you think they're gonna do with the is it gonna be another season? Oh god. Here's the thing, man. I we've been pretty critical on the NHL. Um, I wish that they would cancel it, but it's from like a business perspective. Uh, so there's, there's a ton of like part-time workers that just are, are missing out on money or being able right. to say that they're, they're just outright fired because there's certain NHL teams that are still hanging right. on to their, um, they're hanging on to part-time employees saying, no, they're still on. Uh, we could start the NHL season any day. So technically they're still working with us. Uh, but then there's also all the StubHub ticket holders who, I don't know if you've heard about this, but they're stuck in, a, a, you know, like a, a contract with StubHub until the season's officially canceled. So any game that they have uh, a ticket for, that money's still gone, even though the game will never be played. So what I right. want them to do from that perspective, let's just cancel it. Let's be a good league and just do that. And then the only thing that should exist, if they do anything, is a playoff. Um, so that, I think, so this is where it gets complicated, right? Then there's the variables of even with the NFL starting, we've it has to be done before August. Yeah. And then you've got the president saying August. And then a second later, he says September. So it's like, all right, I've seen Trump do that before. So right. we're talking September or October. Um, right. <laughs> but even on that end, the NFL is saying, uh, if we get started, there isn't going to be anybody in the uh, in the stadium. So the reason I bring yeah, the reason I bring that up is uh, I I just don't know if if we're, who are we doing this for, right? Um, we're just doing it to make sure we get the TV contracts going because it's not going to be the same level of hockey. And you've even got like Drew Doughty who got caught saying to uh, Greg Wyshynski, who writes for ESPN, uh, that no, it won't it won't be the same NHL if we come back without a crowd. And I, to me, that speaks volumes. That means that we are only going to come back uh, to make sure that TV contracts are being fulfilled or to make sure that there's there's more revenue going in advertisement-wise uh, because at least one NHL player, maybe he's the only one that thinks this, but I'm guessing that's not true. So yeah. Are, yeah. are we just bringing these guys back uh, with, uh, let's, let's say, an increased chance of injury? out of these guys because they've been off for so long think no. about how many guys get injured in every sport at the start of every season uh and then you've got a whole another season that's going to start um you know training camp starts in september and then we get going again in october so are we going to ask these guys to play a month and a half two months after sitting down for two months 
in their house. And then, right, and then come right back to work like a month later. Right. I, I just, this just sounds like it's going to, you know, uh, um, to bring it to pro wrestling like you were asking before, um, I, I'm always fighting myself thinking, why am I watching this? Because... Oh, me too. So many oh my people, god! Yeah, so many people get get hurt from this stuff, and it, it really, like, I, I don't know. Um, well, the lives it, it the lives that it damages too. I mean, exactly. wrestling of all industries, wrestling man, people have, are closed minded to this if they don't know it. It's it's the most brutal industry on on humans. I mean, during and after and all that. I mean, and I'd love to, dude, I always said, man, I'd love to write a blog or do some intense research on dead wrestlers. I swear to God, dude, because I it's, promise you that there's a rhythm there. Well, that, so you've got those problems. And then uh, you've also got like the WWE going to Saudi Arabia and working with uh, uh, the, what's this? Uh, I'm trying not to say Prince uh, um, Muhammad. I couldn't tell you his name. Yeah. So, so you've got like literal blood money going into this company. So those are the types of things I fight with, with being a pro wrestling fan. And then I look at the NHL and now they're talking about putting their players like health on the line, just to make sure we can get a couple of months of, of playoffs in. And, and this is the league that throws out lockouts, man. Like it's Halloween night and that's the candy grab bag. I, I don't know why it's so important that this season finishes and the, uh, what was it? The, uh, 2012 and 2005, I think both of those years are wrong, but you know, and then those years, those seasons don't even happen. So what the hell, what are we doing? What's going on? Everybody, thanks again for tuning in to episode 56 of the Discussion 5. Hope you enjoyed that conversation with Devin Snow. Again, I want to, I want to remind you to find all of uh, Devin's work at uh, on Twitter at HTM Sports. You can find him at htmsports.com. It's uh, Hold the Mayo Sports. And, uh, of course, he's he's thrown out those Rippin' Biscuits episodes. Uh, thanks again for tuning in uh, to listen to the Discussion 5 that you can find at BOD Hockey. Find us uh, on, on Twitter as the Brothers of Discussion is uh, at BOD Podcast. Find our site, uh, bodpodcast.com and brothersofdiscussion.com. Uh, now, uh, I should remind you, too, if you want to listen to the rest of that conversation with myself and Devin, head on over to uh, to his site. Again, uh, to that's uh, uh, the htmsports.com uh, uh, to get that full conversation. It, it was a ton of fun. We we get into some politics too, so I, I, I highly recommend taking a minute to check that out. Uh, but thanks uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Have a good one. Hi everybody, this is Matt Klink of the Brothers of Discussion reminding you that you can find the Brothers of Discussion at bodpodcast.com, brothersofdiscussion.com. Find us on Twitter at bodpodcast. And of course, we are bringing you content every Thursday, if not during every Monday Night Raw, every NXT show, every AEW Dynamite, every SmackDown, every pay-per-view, every major show happening in the United States. The Brothers of Discussion are covering it. So if you want good wrestling coverage come to the brothers of discussion thanks everybody